0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 580. Hello and welcome to the show. Great to have your company once again. Thank you so much for joining me. We really appreciate your time. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show... What is the world coming to? A product has been proposed to prevent people being injured while texting and walking. Vodafone and the Commonwealth Bank have teamed up to combat SMS scams, and more than 2.6 billion personal records have been compromised in the last two years. What is the solution? In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Hisense Mini-LED X-TV. Withings has released the ScanWatch Nova smartwatch and we go through our Christmas gift guide suggestions for you and we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well... I said it in the intro and I'll say it again what the hell is the world coming to and this is this is uh, I wrote this story because it's so ridiculous and I'm I've been told this is real this is not an early April Fools' Day joke but declutter which is a, a American tech website has proposed a product that they say is going to be made Called the Scroll Shades. Now, this is a pair of glasses to help people keep an eye on their device and the path ahead of them to prevent scroll and stroll injuries. So, just let that sink in for a moment. Rather than warning people, you know what would be a better idea? Stand still when you're texting, don't walk. Sit down. Rather than doing that, Declutter's decided to come up with one of the most ridiculous products ever created. I don't know our future as a species is in danger if we've, we're resorting to have to make products like this. And the reason they proposed it, Declutter, I wrote, I wrote a story a few weeks ago about the the number of injuries people sustain using technology, which I think that they, these are these are facts. This is these are stats that people have. Yes, people do get injured walking and texting, would you believe? A lot of everything from sprains and lacerations, fractures, because they're not watching where they're going, they're texting. So if I drive my car with a blindfold on, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to have a crash. But these idiots that are texting and walking and are surprised that they, they, they get injured or don't think that if they, if I do this, then I might get hurt – it's not sinking in. Now, to prolong the stupidity of this, Declutter has proposed these scroll shades, which actually use this prism on the left lens, which acts like a bit of a periscope. So you can be wearing these idiotic glasses, still be looking straight ahead, but your left eye can be looking straight ahead, but the light is refracted like a periscope down to your device. So your device can be down and you can be still looking ahead. And because of the prism you can still look at your screen and see what you're doing and see what you're typing. Uh, I um, um, And, and I, I emailed them too. They, they, they sent me, Declutter sent me this release and emailed me. When I ignored it the first time, they sent me a reply saying, are you still interested in covering? And, and I wrote, is this real? Are you actually going to do this? And I haven't received a reply. They didn't reply to that email. But they assure me, according to this email, that it is this is happening. They've des- they've proposed, they've designed, they've they've designed the glasses and the tech with the prism and all that. And they emphasise the fact that the glasses are stylish and fit fit in with the with the current trends. And but it's it's to help people who have their heads buried in their devices while they're walking. And as I mentioned, a lot of people get face lacerations, they twist ankles and hurt their heads and scrape their knees and uh, and, and other things. And this is a growing trend. These injuries have grown by 28% in the last decade. No surprise because we're texting a lot more than we did 10 years ago. And I don't know, maybe we're a little bit more idiotic than we were 10 years ago. We were not paying attention to our surroundings. It's like uh, someone who doesn't want to wear a crash helmet like when they're riding a motorcycle um, is is that even though it's the law, I'm just sort of wondering like it, people must realize the cause and effect of things. Why do they? Why is it law to wear a helmet while you're on a motorbike or a bicycle? It's that if you fall off and you crack your head, they're less likely that you're going to die because you've got this thing to protect you. So if you're texting and walking – and I've seen the funny videos that people have shared on social media of people walking into manholes and fountains and into work pits and hurting themselves and other people too. That's the other thing. Walking – people have walked into me doing that and I've reacted angrily every time because I think they should be more responsible doing what they're doing. Like imagine like if like I'm a big guy, someone bumps into me, I don't care, I'm like a hurt – but imagine if that's an old lady or something or someone less, a bit more fragile and they fall over and get hurt themselves who, who who what happens then like is the text that important is it life and death is this what the world is coming to am i am i the only person who sees this as being utterly ridiculous that a text message could injure you because you haven't got the time to stop and and type out your message without walking into people and, and things and falling down and hurting yourself. I, I do like the fact that the uh, the declutter chief marketing officer was mentioning the fact that these are eye-opening figures and it underscores a trend that's been building for some time. With technology becoming deeply entrenched in our day-to-day lives, it's no surprise that accidents happen. However, we need to be more conscious of how our tech habits could cause a risk to ourselves and others. That makes sense. That sentence, but then deciding on these stupid bloody glasses just goes beyond the pale. So they're saying that we, what's encouraging is to see that some easy fixes can be made to ensure our tech is just that little bit more safe. The it's, and it says in this in this quote. Waiting, uh, when we're out walking to check out devices, using accessories like scroll shades, these may seem obvious, but a more mindful approach to technology, which will go a long way to reduce injury. A mindful approach to technology would be stop, sit down, or stop walking and finish your text message. And then in the 10 seconds it takes to do that, keep walking. Is that so hard to fathom? Am I alone here? I, I'm I'm thinking that the world has gone mad, and I'm the only person who's noticed. I don't know. Do you tell me what you think? Am I are these as equally ridiculous to you as they are to me? I'd love you to take a look at them. There's a picture of the proposed scroll shades on Tech Guide, and I wrote the story on Tech Guide as as I've spoken about them, like calling them ridiculous. So, uh, I've. <laughs> I've I've stayed true to my how my thoughts on these on this proposed product proposed, and I haven't read anywhere that this is not going ahead. This isn't a suggestion or an April Fool's Day joke. This is not an early April Fool's Day joke. They they are seriously thinking of putting these together. Anyway, if you think that they're as ridiculous as me, judge for yourself. Techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Okay, let's get into more serious matters, shall we? And a serious thing is SMS scams. SMS scams has become the, the more popular than ever. More people are getting scam messages. This is now the most popular delivery method for scams to the, our population. Everyone's got a phone, easy targets, And the messages are getting through and it's costing us, so far this year, scam text messages have cost Australians $24.5 million. So it's getting serious. Good news is a pilot program between Vodafone and the Commonwealth Bank has been formed to protect their customers from these growing SMS scams. They're calling it an intelligence partnership because they're using their respective intelligence on Vodafone side is able to being able to identify scammers Commonwealth Bank on the banking side who are proactively trying to block suspected fraudulent payments. So that's where that's where the partnership comes in. The Vodafone is able to say in, in near real time as people are, are are about to pay for they've received a message to say oh you're 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 about to you, you're you're going to lose your your tag you need to pay your tolls. Uh, those those scams tend to create a sense of urgency. You need to do this to prevent this. And a lot of people they 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 pay they they don't act before they think. And my advice to anyone who's any kind of scam, take a breath, take a minute because they rely on you panicking and making these rash decisions and paying out this money thinking it's real. Just hot, take a breath, step back, check with the parties that are involved, check your, t- your tag, check that you, this it's actually an email you got from your bank or your, or, or your, the, the gas company, check before you do anything. Take the time. So in this case, Vodafone is able to, they've got like a a registry of scammers. So they've got, they know that the addresses and numbers that that these come in from, the parts of the world where they come in from, And they're providing that in near real time to the Commonwealth Bank. So say, for example, I am actually a Commonwealth Bank customer uh, and a a Vodafone customer. So say, I'll use myself as the example. Say I receive a text message to say, uh, if you don't pay, you've got an outstanding ATO tax bill, if you don't pay it within the next 20, if you don't pay it right now, you're under arrest. And, And that might sound really stupid, but they're the sorts of messages people are getting. And unfortunately, a lot of people think they're real. And they're they're acting on them. So say I'll use myself as the example. i now go to my my Commonwealth Bank account, and I'm about to transfer some money. The intelligence from Vodafone will come across to the to CBA, and a message will pop up to warn me that I may be paying making a payment to a suspected fraudster. This is a suspected scam that you're paying. Take a second to to consider to reconsider. And whenever you hear that warning you know that where there's smoke, there's fire, you're not going to be pulling the trigger on the payment. Because as ridiculous as it sounds, if I were to transfer money to another Commonwealth Bank account, or even another bank, and I've got their account details and everything, I still can't get my money back. Because it was me that did the transaction. I wasn't forced into it as I consciously did it. And privacy laws or something prevents them doing it. So if I'm there, if I'm in the street and someone steals my wallet and I and there's police, I go get him. He just took my wallet. So if in real life that would happen, but in the in the banking world, once that money's transferred to that other person's account, good luck trying to get it back. Even though you can supply their name, the account number, they can't do anything about it. And that's una- that's another problem because. These criminals hide behind those little things, hide behind these privacy laws and various things. So it is, it is a problem. i great, great to see Vodafone and ComBank getting together. Vodafone, by the way, work with other banks. They don't just work with ComBank. They do uh, the same sort of work with others. ComBank is just their latest partnership. Uh, but Vodafone are also actively blocking. Uh, scam SMSs as well. So far this year, they've blocked 67.8 million SMS scams from reaching customers, and just in October, September, and October alone, there were 17.6 million SMS scams blocked. That's a 45% year-on-year increase. So the problem's getting worse, and as we approach Christmas, expect there to be even more scams because we're in the market, we're online buying, we're doing things and if the, these cyber criminals know it's a big time of year to try to ca- to try to scam more people we need to have our antennas up we need to be helping each other too help your mum help your dad help your grandparents warn them about these things tell them don't pay if you receive a message don't click on it don't pay for stuff talk to me first check things out Hel- help 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 each other out that's a really important thing this time of year If you want to read more about the Vodafone and ComBank Intelligence Partnership, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Well, it's uh, some more more doom and gloom, unfortunately. Data breaches. Uh, There have been more than 2.6 billion personal records stolen were compromised in data breaches in the last two years, and the bad news is it's only going to get worse. Now, this was a report published by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT for short. Apple actually published this study; they commissioned this study and published it, and uh, they they told they told us a bit. We'll sent the information from this study, and it showed that data breaches have tripled in the last 10 years. And as we said, in the last two years alone, more than 2.6 billion personal records exposed. We've had our taste of it here in Australia with Optus September last year, Medibank Private, uh, lots of others that we don't even hear about, other maybe smaller data breaches. But the The data breaches, more than 80% of breaches in 2023 involve data that was stored in the cloud. And attacks targeting cloud infrastructure has doubled from 2021 to 2022. So how we store our information in the cloud is now under the spotlight. Now, why is Apple involved? Apple's involved because they launched Advanced Data Protection for iCloud, And that uses end-to-end encryption so that people are able to... That's the highest level of cloud data security, by the way. And so they're able to further protect their important data in the event of a data breach. Now, Medibank Private, Optus, many other companies, the data that was exposed was unencrypted. So they can read my name, my address, phone number, passwords, all of those things and guess what cyber criminals thinking that's that's christmas day that that's information that can be used against all these people and we're talking as i said 2.6 billion people their personal records exposed so the end to end encryption uh, and in the icloud's case it can provide 14 protection for 14 sensitive data categories so uh, your health information your keychain your notes and photos and various things end to end encryption because if there is a data breach and your info is encrypted, then all they're going to read is gobbledygook. It's going to mean nothing. And for them to decrypt that information, they need your inf- your information. They need your password. They need your fingerprint, your face ID. So it, it reminds me of the past keys. Past keys are something we're seeing more and more. Past keys require the persons that they they use their face ID or fingerprint. And that information is stored on your computer, not on the company's computer. So the pass keys allow you to still have secure uh, access to your account, but all the important information is stored on your computer. So if they have a data breach, there's nothing to get because it's on your own computer. Pass keys is something we've spoken about before and something you're going to see more in the future. I think eBay... A uh, PayPal or already use passkey. So basically, rather than you having to remember a password, you just use your face ID or your fingerprint, which no one can imitate. It's secure, and so there's still two-factor authentication. So I, I've got a passkey on my PayPal account. So still use my fingerprint, but it still does still send me a text message to and type in a six six-digit code to get in. So there's still that protection. So encryption seems to be the way forward. Pass keys is something that's totally separate, but another secure way of accessing accounts, but also reducing the amount of data on all these different companies' servers. So for example, my, my information is not on PayPal server, it's on my computer or, or eBay, all these other companies, rather than my personal information being on all of these company servers, it's on my own computer. So that's sort of part of the answer here with, with this, these the, da, the dangers of these, these data breaches. Encryption is what's needed. And uh, unless unless we do more, unless more companies are proactively doing it and encouraging maybe using past keys, maybe encouraging people to encrypt their data, then more of this is going to go on. We've seen over the last few years, there's been some pretty significant global data breaches. There was this uh, a company, a genetic testing company, 23 and me, they were they exposed, 300 terabytes of user data back in October. Global clothing brand, if you heard of Forever 21, they were hacked earlier this year and exposed personal and health information on more than half a million current and former employers. MGM Resorts, if you've ever been to Vegas, MGM Resorts, one of the biggest companies that run most of the casino hotels there, They were the victim of a ransomware attack in September 2023, and it resulted in outages across its properties in the US, China, and Japan. Uh, Of course, Australia, two major data breaches. I mentioned Medibank Private, but the other one was Latitude Financial, and this impacted more than 23 million people together, those two breaches alone, 23 million of them. Now the other thing they touched on too was ransomware attacks. Surpri- I was surprised to find Australia's in the top four nations when it comes to ransomware attacks. And they, they said that 70% have occurred, uh, 70% of ransomware in 2023 involved Australia, US, UK, and Canada. Yes, we're all English-speaking nations, but it does illustrate the fact that they see us as a rich nation, as a nation where there's a lot of important data. Uh, uh, that can be gained and people held a ransom for it as well. Stay safe out there, everyone. If you want to read more about that story, Apple's report, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. It's the festive season, and while it may soon be Christmas for us, it's also Christmas for cybercriminals. You may be spending more time online shopping this month, and this means more opportunities for hackers and cybercriminals to attempt to steal your money. Have you got a cyber safety plan in place? No matter what time of year it is, it's important to ensure your private information stays private. With Norton 360 Platinum, you can protect your devices from viruses, ransomware spyware spyware and more as well as vpn for your online privacy and identity theft protection with dedication restoration support get peace of mind for your devices and identity with Norton 360 Platinum. Don't make it the festive season for hackers. Help keep your private information safe from cyber criminals today. Norton 360 Platinum is available at Officeworks, Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, and online at au.norton.com. And now, a tech guide review with Stephen Fennick. Kicking off the reviews, we've reviewed a Telly, a Hisense, not just any old Telly, by the way, the Hisense 75 inch Mini LED X. This is a cracking TV. I reviewed the 75 inch model. There's an 85 inch too. Uh, so, supporting the sizes that are that are popular. 75 inch, fastest growing TV screen size in the country. A uh, not far behind is 85. People are craving much bigger displays. So, tick the box for that one. But this is the TV. This is High census flagship TV, which uses at its heart the new Mini LED X technology. That's why it's called the Mini LED X TV, because it uses this new technology that has more than 20,000 Mini LED lights to give the TV a peak brightness of up to 2,500 nits for the 85 inch model and up to 1,500 nits on the 75 inch model. So what the the backlight does, those tiny little LED lights, they form more than 5,000 full array local dimming zones. So they can get their bright whites, dark blacks, and everything else in between. Now, the result of that is clarity. Because you're seeing this great contrast, you're seeing better picture quality, so the level of detail you see, like I watched a lot of a lot of stuff on this TV. I watched Star Wars on it, of course, and movies I know very well. And the sort of detail you can see, whether it's the fur of an animal if you're watching a documentary, or the leaves of a tree, or a close up a person's eyelashes, you can see them. the 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 threads in their jumper or in their their clothing, uh, and also too if you if you're watching films, of course, like if like in in the Last Jedi, I watched, I know a controversial choice for Star Wars fans, but Kylo Ren's mask, the details when he when he after he destroys his mask, of course, he spoiler alert, he you he can see his hair quite quite clearly as well as well as details of Ray and and Luke Skywalker's faces and costumes, and and that just adds that that quality means that yeah it just adds to your immersion and your enjoyment. The, the other benefit is the contrast. So lighter and darker colours can be seen virtually side by side. So this they, they still manage to stay true to their own brightness and their own intensity in colour, the actual colour tone, but they are able to be sat, be sat next to each other. A good example is the opening crawl of a Star Wars film. You've got these bright gold letters, yellow letters, against a black background, and the letters are still clear, they're still sharp there's not too much blooming around the around the blackness of the space behind it so that that that's the indication of a of a really great feature that contrast the the black levels too on the LEDX respectable not not quite OLED TV level but not far behind i was very impressed and you know the 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 when you can create good black levels you can also create good color as well now this precision is not something we had with the traditional LED displays. Traditional LED displays had these button-sized LED backlights. And rather than having thousands of dimming zones, we were lucky to have hundreds of dimming zones. And as a result, these smaller LED lights and way more dimming zones has just added so much more detail and contrast and accuracy and true color to the whole experience. And you got to – don't forget, at the heart of this, this TV is the High View Engine X, which is powered by AI. So basically what the High View Engine X – it actually imitates the human brain. So it simulates brain patterns, it's got a 16-bit computing power, and 65,536 levels of brightness at its disposal as well to provide the best possible outcome for picture and audio in real time. But what, what Hisense did, Hisense based its success over the past few years with its excellent quantum dot. Technology and that's on board here as well. That's what's responsible for those amazing, brilliant, natural color, the right skin tones, right hues, all these things that make what you're watching believable and thereby immersing you even further into the movie, the TV show, even the sporting event you're watching. So uh, that that's that's something to take into consideration. That not all panels are created equal, and why I suggest for people to stand in front of a panel for them to look at something, what their eye sees may be different to mine. It's very subjective. Picture qualities are very subjective. We can all agree on what picture quality should be, but the finer detail is quite subjective. So I suggest seeing something. That's why I watch Star Wars and other content that I know very well. I know what it's supposed to look like and I was able to see that the Hisense Mini LEDX really did a great job. Uh, Also on board is the HDR10 Plus Adaptive and Dolby Vision IQ, which means it takes your viewing conditions into account, the brightness of your room. And so it can then accurately depict how bright or dark the on-screen scene should be. But also too, what, what these TVs have is a great viewing angle too. Not all of us can score the best spot in the middle of the couch in front of the telly, especially if you've got people over watching the footy or something or watching a movie. If, even if you're out on the wing, so if you're, you're right on the side, you're still able to enjoy the full picture quality that you would stand, sitting in the middle, which is really, really cool. Another really impressive thing too is it's lack of reflection. There's like a, it seems they've got a filter in this thing to prevent there being too much refraction, reflection of all the bright, uh, your bright lights and windows in the room. So what, what we, we tend to hear in Australia, listen, watch our TVs in a bright open plan room. And often there's large windows and if there's, a, there's some bright light coming through a window, nothing more annoying than seeing that reflection in the picture of a movie or a TV sheet you're trying to enjoy. But that's a good thing about this TV. there is reflections were virtually non-existent, which is very impressive. Now, on the audio side, here's the thing. Out of the box, this TV sounds as good as it looks. Now, you'll notice on the TV are two speakers down the left and right edges. There's also speakers on the back. So out of the box, this TV has CineStage X 4.1.2. So it's giving you this amazing surround soundscape and the brilliant picture to go with it to draw you even further into the movie you're watching. It can offer Dolby Atmos, DTS HD, so you're hearing quality audio coming from many directions, but this is all coming from the television. Now, this is this directional sound and surround sound is usually only achievable with a soundbar, but this is all coming from the television, which was remarkable. Now, if you're a gamer or a sports lover, then this is a TV for you as well. It has game mode pro, 144 hertz game mode pro, so that it brings to the table auto low latency mode, Variable refresh rate. So you're seeing the game in Dolby Vision in its finest form. It looks amazing. And if you're a sports fan, and like myself, 200 smooth motion rate and AI sports mode. So it's like being live at the game. So it can handle, it can smooth out those fast moving images and noise reduction. So you're getting a clearer picture thanks to this dynamic algorithm that's at play. So it is an experience like you're there. Now, what I really like about the TV is the operating system. I've been a fan of the Vida U7 operating system. Puts everything front and center. Your streaming apps, live, free-to-air, catch-up apps is all there. And then it also, on top of that, makes suggestions. So you've got all your usuals, Netflix, YouTube, Disney+, Apple TV+, Foxtel, Stan, KO, Binge, Prime Video, and many more. Free-to-air catch-up apps as well. So... The result here is a pretty special TV. Now the price for the 75 inch it's its listed price recommended retail price is 4999 bucks. For the 85 inch it's nearly it's double so 9995 bucks. So obviously, 75 inches is the better value there. Retail pricing, uh, be what it is, is usually different and slightly cheaper. We've seen the 75 inch model down as cheap as three thousand eight hundred eighty, which is a bargain. The 85 inch we've seen as low as nine, uh, as low as eight thousand nine hundred ninety five. So a thousand bucks cheaper than recommended retail. But I think the for the extra ten inches, are you going to pay twice the price? I'm not sure. Maybe people want that. Uh, there may be other high sense models. If you want a bigger TV without paying that kind of money, there are other models that are half that price for and you get 85 inch. In the case of the mini LEDX though, though, it is their flagship phone. Not phone. Flagship TV. Uh, and and look, people are willing to pay the money if if the quality's there. It's like you know what I want to drive a Mercedes Benz, not a not a Holden Commodore. That, that's that's people's choices. If the Mini LED X is what they want, then uh, they got the 75 inch and the 85 inch to choose from. If you want to read our complete review, check it out techguide.com.au. Withings has come out with a brand new smartwatch. But I think what most customers love about this watch, about this smartwatch, is that it doesn't look like a smartwatch. It actually looks like a regular watch. And by regular, I mean it's got a face, it's got physical hands, it's got a rotating bezel, got a nice diver's watch design, a diver design. And it has this small OLED screen on the top half of the watch face, that gives you all of your information, and just just because it doesn't have a full screen doesn't mean it lacks features. In fact, this has as many features as as uh, in terms of exercise, health, and all of those things as any other smartwatch. In fact, this the Withings Scan Watch was the first watch in Australia to offer ECG. So now the i the, the Apple Watch has it, Samsung's. Watch 6 has it as well. Withings also has it. But they were the first to get to have this feature on a smartwatch in Australia. And they continue to provide this medical-grade electrocardiogram. They've got all these different uh, sensors. They've got respiratory system assessments, so you can see your blood oxygen level. They've got sleep metrics as well. They can give you a sleep quality score. They've also got tracking all your physical activities as well, so steps and calories, elevation, workout routes. Automatically recognizing more than forty activities, uh, they've also got the multi-wave PPG sensors. Uh, they've got ScanWatch that, that can also track advanced cardiovascular vitals like your heart rate, heart rate variability, and of course the ECG. And it all can, it all ties together with the Withings app. So this is a watch. I think for the for the watch purist. I know there's a lot of watch fans out there who are not fans of, of smartwatches because well, I know a lot of people are turned off the Apple Watch because it's square. It doesn't really look like a watch. A watch is supposed to be round. So if you're a watch fan and still want to have the smarts of a smartwatch, so all the tech, all the tech of a smartwatch, the digital tech of a smartwatch, without looking too nerdy, uh, you can have the Withings ScanWatch Nova. This is a quality-looking product that is going to be out in early January. January the 8th is the launch date. It's going to be priced at $799. It's going to be available in three colors as well, blue, black, and green. And it's going to have an Oyster Metal wristband and an FKM wristband so you can swap them out. Uh, So I think it's a plastic and a metal band uh, as, as described there. But I think ideal for that customer who wants a watch that looks like a watch, but still wants to have all the detail, all the tech that goes with it, all the digital technology and information and data that it can that it can provide. And that's why withings is still one of the more popular brands of SmartWatch uh, because it can provide that. It's got the, the beautiful face, the lower half is another separate dial. Uh, there's the raised uh, the raised indices as well and the, the so in the low light the things that glows in the dark like a normal watch so you can tell the time even uh, with it, without much light. And it looks great too. It's got that diver's watch look and feel. If you want to check it out for yourself, you can see pictures and see all the details and data or all, all the uh, technical information that you can get through the watch. You can check all that out at techguide.com.au. Now, we are more than halfway through our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas. I'm recording this on a Monday, and this is day seven, which is drones and gadgets. But we've already been through cameras, smartphones, wearables and smart watches, headphones and speakers and earphones, gaming and accessories, and tablets, e-readers, as well before today. And to come, we've got... Smart devices, smart IOT devices, in-car gadgets. We're also going to have the TVs, 4K, Blu-rays, appliances, day 11. And we're going to finish off on day 12 with computers, so laptops, desktop computers. But I thought we might go back through just – I'm going to pick a couple of products from each day. So day one was cameras, and naturally the GoPro figured prominently here, the GoPro Hero 12 Black but also the Canon PowerShot V10. This is a selfie camera. So it's it's like a vlogging camera. Totally different design of a regular Canon camera. Big record button on the front, flip up screen so you can see yourself. Uh, They're two pretty cool items from day one. Day two on the smartphone side, and I reckon smartphones are something that parents are going to give a child, their child who may be starting high school next year. So what uh, I think a good time of year to gift a child maybe their very first smartwatch smartphone I should say now the the one I'm not going to suggest the iPhones and Samsungs because yeah of course they're going to have people if they want to buy them good luck to them but I'm going to suggest a couple of affordable options and one of them is the Nokia G42 5G this is a $449 phone it's it's built built to last, can also be repaired on your own. If you crack a screen or need a battery replacement, you can buy the kit to repair it yourself. Samsung also has the Galaxy A05S. Now, this is a $250 smartphone. It's got a triple camera system, a nice screen, and it's a Samsung. So those two suggestions just there, pretty good. Uh, On the smartwatch side and wearable side, You've got your your normal choices, your Apple Watches. You've got the Galaxy Watch 6 and the Galaxy Watch 6 Classic. But there is one. There's a brand called V Fitness Momentum. This is the V Fitness Momentum 3. It's a $69 watch and has Alexa on board. So you can easily use this to, if you want to just track your sleep, still get your smart notification, check your emails, monitor your heart rate, blood oxygen levels, all this in a $69 product. And guess what? The ScanWatch Horizon, the previous model to the ScanWatch Nova that I mentioned, ScanWatch Nova, not good for the Christmas gift guide because it's not out till January, but the ScanWatch Horizon, still for sale, looks very similar to the upcoming Watch Nova, has the same physical face, hands, small screen, so it looks like a normal watch, but acts like a smartwatch. They are the probably the best suggestions for the game for that day. Uh, moving on to day four, and that's headphones, earphones, speakers. Uh, plenty there. I reckon probably the best value earphones are the JBL Live Free Two, one hundred and ninety nine bucks. I reckon they're as good as the Apple AirPods, which are twice the price, and all those other brands, Bose, Sony. Yeah, good luck. Pay five hundred for those, and that's your prerogative. But I honestly reckon these are one of the most value-packed earphones in terms of quality and design, and or the just the quality of the audio alone, noise cancellation, all there under two hundred bucks. Uh, the other thing I want to point out too are the the uh, Belkin Soundform Nano for kids. So you know that. Of course, kids are going to like earphones, but these are specially designed for children so there is actually a limit on how loud they can be played. Worst thing you can do, play loud music as a kid. It's what I did, but I I didn't go deaf, thank God. But in your development as a child, you're playing loud music all the time. That's going to affect your hearing. So having these as kids are going to help you maintain your hearing and not be a deaf old guy or girl later on in life. On the gaming side, can't go past Sony PlayStation Slim, the PlayStation 5, 7 dollars Now, a year ago, good luck trying to find a PlayStation 5 for Christmas. Well, guess what? The Slim is here, plenty of stock already on sale. Get into it, I say. Uh, the other thing I want to point out too here is the Laser LED PC Gaming Bundle. Now, I know you're young ones. You've got kids that love playing online. They want all the gear, so that you, they want a headphone. They want a special mouse. They want a mouse pad. They want a keyboard. Well, guess what? The Laser LED PC Gaming Bundle has all of those things I just described for 89 bucks. So that's a really cool gift for your child. Keep them gaming. Keep them out there and without breaking the bank. Moving on to tablets and e-readers. I think the Samsung Galaxy Tab A9 Plus, it's, it's priced from 379 bucks. This is an 11-inch tablet and it's a Samsung 379 from 379. Uh, the other one I'll mention too is a lot of a lot of ads on social media on TV the remarkable two now this is a it's like a, a notebook that is, is you can write on the screen you can, it can recognize your handwriting you can upload documents so it's it's basically a digital notebook and so it has the same paper feel so it's got that texture you know how paper's not smooth right Text, paper's got a texture to it not like glass. So what the Remarkable 2 does, it offers that same kind of texture, like you're writing on paper. Really interesting. Check that out. It starts from $7.49, but if you want the folio cover, it's $8.49. And you can buy it from from stores, JB Hi-Fi. You can buy it online at Kogan as well. Plenty of those around. And so the latest day we're up to, and I'll I'll tell you the second half of the guide next week after we've done it, uh, today's is the Drones and Gadgets. And naturally, drones, DJI the Mini Pro 4, 1119 bucks. This is a 249 gram drone. So you can you can take this anywhere and fly it anywhere, even within the 5.5 kilometer radius of an airport, like a, a within 5.5 kilometers of an airport. I live that close to Sydney airport and I can still fly this in my, my house. Bigger air drones try to take off, it'll say sorry and land automatically. But this allows you to fly within that zone safely, of course, and you're no higher than 120 meters. But it's also uh, under the 250 that that it's being 249 means you can take this around the world. There's pretty much the same laws, the same drone regulations in most parts of the world. So you don't need to register the drone. You can take it on your travels. Uh, The other gadget that uh, from from the today, so it's drones and gadgets. The other gadget is the cricket hat press. So this is if you want to customize your own hat, like Cricket's a sort of creative product where it lets you put stuff on T-shirts and mugs and everything. The hat press is the latest one, so it allows you to put logos and patterns and personalize these items. 229 bucks. Cricket massive following here in Australia. They've got their Cricket Joy Extra too. That's that's part of the guide as well. This that's the smart cutting machine, but the uh, the Cricket Hat Press allows you to get creative with your headwear. So that's about it for the gift guide. And the second half I will talk about next week on next week's show to give you a run-through of those. I hope they'll give you a taste of the gift guides. And, of course, if you want to see more of our suggestions, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you each and every week by our good friends at Belkin, belkin.com forward slash au. And Belkin have got everything you need, whether it's a screen protector, a MagSafe charger, a charging stand, USB-C cables, a GAN charger, anything you need for your computing and mobile phones, smartphones, everything you need Go to belkin.com forward slash au and you'll find it right there. Now we're talking about, I get a lot of questions about printers and um, a lot of people are sort of weighing up the benefits of buying a tank printer. And a tank printer is like the Epson EcoTank and the, the Canon printers. I think Brother has one as well. HP has one also. Basically, with a tank printer, you're paying slightly more, well, a decent amount more because you're paying for all of your ink up front. So basically what that means is that, yes, instead of paying $69 for a printer and then when you need the ink, it's going to cost you $140 to buy the four ink cartridges for that printer, which costs more than the printer. With the, the tank printer, you're paying probably about you know, $450, $500 for a high-quality multifunction printer but about two years' worth of ink. So the, the benefit of that is no need to rush out to a store to a, to, for your child's assignment. You've got to rush out and buy the right cartridges for your printer. You've got all this ink on board. And, and of course, the advantage of having a cartridge printer is it's cheap, but you're, you're just paying as you go to get your cartridges, which are expensive. So rather than you – it's either pay as you go or pay in advance. When it comes to the print, the print, the ink, and the ink comes in bottles too. So that you just you can fill up your tanks. I've had my EcoTank tank printer here, the forty eight fifty, for two years. I think two and a half years, still using the ink that came in the box. So there was no need for me to rush out and thinking, oh god, I've got no ink left. Uh, I I have to that that causes a bit of panic, especially you got a, your child's got an assignment due the next morning, and they haven't got enough ink to print it. The, the HP does have a service that delivers ink. It's the smart ink, they call it. So your inker, in, your printer are being connected to the internet, HP can see how much you're printing and then judge when you need your next cartridges so they'll appear on your doorstep before you realise you need them. That's a handy way around it, sort of being able to manage your costs. But the tank printer is a set-and-forget solution that, yes, you are paying up front for your ink, but it certainly does... It gives you a lot of peace of mind. And that is the end of our show for this week. Thank you so much if you've hung around till this part of the program. We appreciate you getting through to the end. If you need to find out about anything we've spoken about on the show, of course, you can go to techguide.com.au and check it out for yourself. And if you want to get in touch with us too, our email address is info at Techguide.com.au. What's even easier is for you to click on the Ask Stephen icon, which has the Belkin logo on board. Ask Stephen, that will open up a form and an email will come into my inbox. We also want to give a special thanks to our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Please support the great sponsors who support the Tech Guide podcast. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.